Folks, what day is it? It's Thursday, opening day. We are fired up. Welcome back to a brand new episode of DDZ. Follow us on Twitter at Degenerate Zone. I'm your host, Degenerate Al. We got Ty B, producer Burrs. The birds are chirping this morning and they're fired up as well. Show sponsor, Pazda Electric, 716-698-2711. Before we get into the slate today with Syria and MLB, Let's talk about yesterday a little bit. Pretty wild day uh, in the soccer slate. You had an MLS over that finally hit the late game last night. It was a 2-2 final. And then favorites, which, you know, we typically like to put in some parlays, did not have a good day. You had Manchester United at home. We questioned why that money line was so high. They ended up drawing at home 1-1 to West Ham. Napoli ended up losing on a ridiculous PK by Parma in around the 84th-ish minute. I believe, and I know Burrs will get into that mm-hmm. one. And then Inter, they were at least minus 200 at home, 0-0 draw. So, wacky day yesterday, Burrs. It was brutal. You know, and uh, like you said, the Napoli-Parma game was – it was just awful. You had three goals scored, all three on penalties. And, I mean, I was watching at the end. I know, Al, you and I were both on Napoli, part of a little parlay, so – and it was the 87th minute they, uh, Parma gets that penalty, the goal. And watching the replay, it literally looked like it was uh, Kuliszewski literally just went in front of the Napoli defender and just looked like he got shot. He just fell over and dove. <laughs> and he looked like a fish out of water. He looked like he was swimming. And Hey, that's, you know, Juve- the- that's future Juventus player Kuliszewski to you, buddy. All right, all right. You know, easy. Okay, we'll, we'll focus on today right now. And, you know – I can't – first, I couldn't believe that VAR didn't look at it. And I know the rule is it's going to be a clear and obvious error and whatnot. But, I mean, you got to look at this. It was, it was brutal, awful call. It decided, ultimately decided the game. And it was just another heartbreaking loss. When you had Napoli pretty much putting on pressure, a bunch of goal opportunities, and they were just doing moonshots. You know, they're just – they're freaking kicking them to Sicily or whatever. I had no idea where they are going. But um, – Another brutal loss, but the Liverpool and uh, Chelsea game, that was another solid win. The over one and a half, first half, and the over for the game. It was all clinched by 40th minute, I believe. Yep. But a little like a, a typical day in betting, the ups and the downs. Yep, yep, exactly. You couldn't put it any better. Uh, before I talk about any of those games, shout out to Christian Pulisic, another assist, I believe, uh, continuing to put American soccer on his back and to keep all of us really interested in the Premier League. Um, obviously I sort of like Chelsea there as an underdog, not able to get it done, thought they had more to play for, just didn't really ever find that full stride against Liverpool who actually, you know, really seemed to be playing for things because they were getting the trophy that day. Um, and then you look out over to Italy with all those, uh, favorites losing. I, you know, I, I talked about, we talked about Lecce and Nick Lecce a little bit, should have threw that in the parlay yeah. instead of Napoli. Um, but that's the, that's the thing with uh, Italy. You never know because they have a long withstanding history of uh, some faulty refereeing, uh, getting a little extra payments, you know, here and there. And um, it might be a little something called the, the mob or the mafia. So I don't know. But um, I'm just going to chalk it up on them and uh, we're going to get back at it today. Yeah. Burst texts him. He goes, Al, you got to see this. Uh, he was hoping a bar was going to happen, so I checked it out, saw the replay. The dude literally just launched himself in yep. the air in front of the player. I, I was stunned that not something like that doesn't get looked at. But He looked yeah, like and- a salmon literally going upstream. He looked, he looked like a, <laughs> he, I, I couldn't believe it. 
I was and, I'm still to the second. I'm, I feel like Ty B was yesterday with the MLS. I am literally shocked. Yeah, and that's, and that's the one thing is the MLS and um, the Italian and the European leagues as a whole actually sort of have a little bit of difference here on when they'll go to VAR. MLS really wants it to be clear and egregious where some of these other leagues will intervene a little bit um, a little bit earlier, um, not as mu- like much information needed. Like it doesn't need to be a terrible error. Like if it's very, very close, like they'll let it, you know, they'll let it go in the MLS, but not, not out here. They're, they're looking to sort of overanalyze thing to the point where they're taking the fun out of it. And, you know, we saw that in, um, in England the other day where, you know, it, you, you don't even end up getting to see the full replay to see if the guy interferes with the goalie or whatever. Like he was offsides maybe by like his half of his left foot, but like, did he interfere with the entire play? Cause he wasn't even the goal scorer. So like, yep. it is what it is. VAR saves us. VAR kills us. We live and buy that. We live and die by VAR. No doubt. Rough world. We're just living in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's time before we get in the MLB, we got two Serie A games, producer Burrs. We got one thirty. Juventus at Udinese, uh, Juventus minus 175. And then at 345, we got Lazio minus 250 against Cagliari. Burrs, in this one, what are you thinking? Which one of these teams can you put in a parlay today and feel safe that they'll get the job done? I mean, initially, you lean Lazio. I mean, they've been playing pretty well at home, minus 250 favorites. And then you would think Juventus, but – you just look at that line, and just like we were talking about it with Italian soccer, it's very sketchy. And, it, you know, you feel like the Aventus probably should be a little bit of a heavier favorite. So, if anything, if I had to really pick for value, putting something in a parlay, I would take Udinese and Juventus over. And uh, that would be actually my most confident play in Serie A today, actually, for, for the value. Yeah, I think um, I think that's definitely the best value there. And even if you want to, if you're you know doing an Al type move where you're going um, a little of a square lay here and you're moving the number values a lot, you can get over one and a half at minus four thirty five. Not not too bad there because I think Juventus should be able to score two goals of their own. Um, I think they're you know sort of giving Udinese a little bit more credit in this game just because of the fact they're four points above Lecce right now after uh, that big win for them yesterday. So, you know, they want to keep trying to avoid getting down into that relegation position. Uh, They can easily be caught and jumped still with uh, three league games remaining for everyone else around them. So uh, it just all depends on, you know, let's see who Juventus starts. Um, Benucci has a yellow card suspension, so he won't be there in the back. Who's going to start next to Delict? Delict already has, you know, sort of a, these lingering shoulder issues. Is he going to be able to play? Uh, Mary Demerel has been, you know, coming back from injury. We've been waiting to see what he really has. Um, I think, you know, if he's healthy enough, he might get that start today. And he does seem to be really good friends off the field with Delict. So I think if they come in and they look sound together and you have, you know, Dybala and uh, Ronaldo out there, I think you should be able to get the over two and a half pretty easily. Um, In six straight of their games, uh, it's gone over two and a half with both teams scoring in each of those. So I don't think you can go wrong with betting on either side of that, especially with Juventus missing some of those defenders today. Yeah, very interesting. And you look at the head-to-head, especially in that Juventus game, I mean, they're dominating. I mean, they've won 
each of the past five matchups by more than two goals. Yep. Last one, four nothing, three one, four one. So yeah, I like you. Like, if you want to tease the over a little bit, uh, I like either play. And then, do you like uh, out of either of these matchups, both teams to score? Yes is around minus one thirty. No is getting a little bit around plus one hundred two, plus yep. one hundred three. Do you think you could see any of those teams getting a clean sheet? Um, I mean, I could see Juventus doing it, but what I was just saying, like with the defense, you know, not playing great to begin with, and then you have to deal with um, not having uh, Benucci back there, who's been, you know, your stalwart with um, Chiellini being injured all season. And both teams have scored in six straight games with Juventus. So even, you know, when they're taking, taking care of business and getting wins, they're allowing a lot of goals, even when they are drawing, it's, you know, been two, two lately. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, the moment is here. This is what we've all been waiting for. Yes. We've had some American sports, but the first of the big four is here tonight. MLB baseball opening day. You got the Yankees at the nationals and the giants at the Dodgers. First, we'll start it with you. Let's, let's talk about the Yankees-Nationals matchup first. You got the Yankees uh, currently favorites with a minus-139 money line, over-under of 7.5. Max Scherzer is an underdog tonight. You know what? And, and I always told myself, it, like, there's certain pitchers you see, if they were ever plus money, an underdog, you, just, you almost have to just put – we almost have to back him. It's almost impossible. And Max Scherzer was that one. He's a, it's a very small handful of guys. But seeing Max Scherzer at plus money, about 115 or so, that's, that's hard to ignore. Um, but Yanks are Yanks. You see the line, seven and a half. You don't expect a lot of runs scored. Um, can the Nationals offense, can they, can they produce? And that's, that's, what I, that's the big question mark right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I got to lean right now. I got to lean taking Scherzer and plus, plus money. And that's, that's where I see the value right now. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I think, I think in this game right there, I'm right there with you because I think it's going to be a close game. Scherzer's gonna, if Scherzer can give you at least seven innings here, I, I think this is an under game. And if it stays an under game, it's going to be a close one-run game um, where the Nationals can either squeak it out outright or I'm thinking about taking the Nationals there at plus one, comes into minus 114 range. I think that's kind of a good play there. Save yourself on, you know, a 3-2 loss, something late late happens. You don't want to get crushed on a walk-off on, you know, opening night. Oh, uh, you know, that's going to – and yeah. one thing that does worry me a little bit is Scherzer. I think it's he's like 4-3 and three with a just above 4 ERA against the Yankees, and I think it's seven or eight starts. So that's one thing that does concern me a little bit. Cole's a little bit better against the Nationals. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's opening day. We're all pumped yeah. up. We're ready to go. And Scherzer's plus money. I mean, that's something you just can't ignore. You can't ignore that fact. Yep. And I will also be making no teams to score in the first inning bet. It's minus 150. Um, at the Creek, they don't give you that option. You just got to go to the find the first inning under yep. 0.5 runs. No one scoring. Best thrill bet uh, in all of baseball. You're just most definitely oh, yeah. pins pins and needles the entire time. Lost one last summer, literally because the left fielder lost the ball in the sun. Oh, uh, devastating! Been there, been there. Yep. Yeah, as uh, Elvers as a uh, as a Braves fan has definitely been there. 
Um, but I wanted to ask you guys about these matchups, specifically MLB in general, to start the season. Because when soccer came back, you could tell players' form was not there. Especially in the Premier League, you could see a lot of low-scoring games. Now, what's your take on when it comes to MLB? Do you see, like, bats being cold early? You know, do you see somehow – pitchers might be on a pitch count, might not be throwing 100, 115 pitches to start. So maybe these teams can get to the bullpen early and then that could lead to more runs. So it's a very interesting to see here. Do you see bats struggling early or do you see the factor of you could get the bullpens, which means you could get some runs late in the game? I'm seeing the bats struggle early because if you think about it, these pitchers can – it's more easy for them to continue to throw and continue their normal workout sort of regimen – to ramp up, especially when you're getting the call, hey, we're getting close, we're getting close. Like the date is going to be the date. The date yeah. is, gonna, you know. So they've ramping, they've been ramping up their pitch counts. They were some of the first players back um, to the organizations to begin with. And some of these batters, how can you really face simulated pitching? Some of them do have, you know, some of these um, <clears throat> newer wave batting machines in their houses, but not everyone has that, especially these younger players who are coming up, um, who are going to be fringe guys on the roster that are going to be key when <clears throat> people come and get these nicks and injuries. It's a 60-game season, and, and like in a small span, anyone who's seen, you know, they've, they've gone through these sorts of seasons coming up um, in their collegiate summer baseball leagues, and you're going to have to take a day or two off. You're going to have some nicks. You're going to have some guys with some sore arms in the field as much as pitching. But I think just to start, the pitchers will have the upper hand, but the bats usually end up figuring things out as it goes on. Awesome. All right, so uh, Burrs, let's get the nightcap tonight. Giants have the underdogs on opening night here at the Dodgers. Dodgers are minus 335. Giants plus 265 with an under eight. You got Clayton Kershaw once again taking on Johnny Cueto. Uh, Burrs, what are you leaning in that one? I mean, like I said, the handful of pitchers, but Kershaw's one. And if you look at his opening day stats, he is he's just money. He's 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 about one ERA, one point something ERA in the last eight opening days. Uh opening day starts. I I just can't I can't see the Giants really doing anything. And I think Cueto ends up getting shelled. And um I mean even later minus one and a half here. On the uh, the Dodgers, I don't. Uh, I mean, yeah, there could be some value on the Giants opening day. And now that I'm saying this, the Giants probably come out and win three three two or something like that. But <laughs> I mean, the Dodgers, you can't. I got to back. Got to back Scherzer. You look at you know Turner, Peterson, Pollock, Kershaw, Steger, Kershaw, Kershaw. Just, I'm sorry, Kershaw. Yeah, you just got to you got to back them, and you got the the bats in that lineup too are just unbelievable. So um, that's getting my money minus one and a half right there. Yeah, I think that's definitely the play there. If you're if you're taking the Dodgers, you got to take the one and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I agree completely. And if you want to have some big balls and walk around like Randy Marsh in South Park so he could get his edibles, no runs in the first inning again, minus 121. Oh, God. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a run in the first inning in one of these games. It's going to be – I can't bo- see both. Bottom oh, of the first. I might, I'm going to parlay him. I'm going to parlay him. Okay. Screw All it. right. Prove it and post it. Pecker, it didn't happen. Um, I told then, myself I wouldn't go today. Spent too much time at the roulette table, making up for the couple of losses over the past few days, but I made up for it. So, I mean, I guess I can go. Yeah. Yesterday was a, uh, a losing day. So, kind of on tilt today. So, I mean, I'll be there at some point, definitely before the Yankees um, 
uh, that first pitch goes tonight. But let's real quick, we'll take 10 seconds on this. Tybee's favorite league, MLS. Uh, I was just looking at the slate today, three more games, and this is where you see two heavy favorites. You haven't seen that over the past couple days. You got the Chicago Fire, minus 200 this morning at 9 a.m. LAFC tonight at 1030, the nightcap, minus 164. So I'm seeing some goals today and some favorites. So we'll see what happens there. But you guys got anything else to uh, add before we sign off? Yeah, um, if you're looking for maybe a little uh, square lay of some sort, um, Juventus over and a half, one and a half goals total, uh, t- total for the game, Dodgers on that money line, and then maybe working with Lazio, tie, no draw, you're going to be right there around even money. So I think that might be something you could throw in. I love it. And uh, one thing before we talk, get, get to Burrs is I love that action that you showed me, Tybee, at the Creek where you can do the three-way spread with, like, you can start the game off with a team winning one nothing or 2 yeah. nothing. That's amazing. And it pushes. You don't lose on a parlay. So yesterday on a parlay, I had Napoli did that starting the game one nothing, And then that obviously pushed the parlay. I ended up losing the parlay anyway, so it didn't matter. But that's clutch to know that you can make Oh, that no, it wouldn't push it because the draw is still in play. But you don't oh, lose when you, when you Yeah, when you – no, the draw is still in play. It, like the three-way is still in play because you can bet the draw after, if it, even if you start at one nothing, So yeah. it's still in play. That way would be a loss. If you do it in-game when they actually give you the spreads, like you can figure it out to where it's not that. But, yeah, because you can't get the halves, unfortunately, until the game starts. Makes Which sense. is weird. You can't get the half points until the game starts because – Obviously, New York has regulated that you can bet that on soccer games. It's just they don't give it to you until it starts. So you just got to be at the creek at the right time. Nope. Burrs. Yeah. I mean, you look at, I don't know, after that tough Napoli loss yesterday, I'm sticking no parlays, nothing. And, you know, I love, like I said, I love the uh, Juventus-Unanese game today. Um, Yeah. I like the over, and I could see it being – I could have the over clinching before the first half is over with, just like mm-hmm. in the uh, Chelsea-Liverpool game yesterday. So um, maybe even finding a, an adjusted line. I mean, I do like the over two and a half. It's – I think it's minus 105 right now. So the under's slightly favored. I mean, 115 for the under. But uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put out the fa- – I mean, I wouldn't close out the mind or whatever you want to say of just adjusting the over-under a little bit. Maybe take yeah. that up to, to three or three and a half. I mean, three, three and a half, you're looking at plus 155, plus 190. And I think that that's some good value right there. And I can and see if, a 3-1 game, maybe 3-2 at the end. And if people are scoring, especially on the Juventus side, it's going to be – I think someone's going to get a brace, and it's likely to be Paulo Dybala this time around, plus 950 to get a brace. Wow. There's some sharp plays right there from Burrs and Ty B. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us today. You know what to do. Follow us on Twitter, at Degenerate Zone. Tweet us your locks. MLB opening day is here finally. Show sponsor, Posse Electric, 716-698-2711. Good night now.